Ready? Absolutely. Here we go. You're listening to Learning Transforms from the Faculty of Education at the University of Victoria. I'm Ted Rekin. And I'm Courtney Baldwin. And we're coming to you from the unceded territories of the Lekwungen-speaking people and the Wasanish people. Welcome, Welcome to, to the show. show. Welcome to Learning Transforms. I'm your host, Ted Rekin. And today we have with us Dr. Carmen Rodriguez, who is an assistant professor in the Department of Indigenous Education and also the chair of the steering committee for the core. Carmen, tell us about the core. What's the core? Well, first and foremost, thank you, Ted, for having me on this episode. And yeah, I would be very happy to share some of the highlights of the Center for Outreach Education, which has been part of the Faculty of Education for eight years now. The center has been successful in offering services and educational support to students in the community, to students in the community who um, will benefit from having additional academic support that they would regularly don't get in their schools. The center has been offering a variety of services, and we're really proud to be able to provide uh, these supports for our students, not only because we're in the Faculty of Education, um, but also because we believe in the power that every child has and the right that every child has to succeed in their schools. So when you talk about support and special services and special needs, what are some examples for people who, who aren't familiar with the field of special needs and, and uh, inclusive education? What are some specific things that st would bring a student into the core? Well, it's uh, a wide range uh, a wide range of um, services. So for example, we offer academic support where the students get support in reading, um, writing, um, and spelling, the, the regular academic subjects in schools. We also offer support for some students who might have a different um, level of ability. So we have students who get support um, in if they are dyslexic or they if they have dyslexia, um, our students have also received support if they present um, certain types of disorders, so attention deficit disorder, for example, or if some students struggle with um, emotional challenges at school, stress, anxiety. So our tutors um, are becoming specialized or prepared or are developing the skills to support these students in a variety of ways because we know that stress affects students in their academic performance. And if we have a way to moderate or ameliorate that stress or that anxiety level in the students, then we know that they will perform much better in school. How do people access this service? Is it a fee-for-service or can people just show up and say, I need some help, or what, what's the procedure? Well, it's we're very proud that these services are offered without cost to people in community. Um, we are a center that is funded through donors, and we have donors who are from community. Our donors are alumni. Our donors are students. Our donors are also faculty members, and we are really, really proud and very, very grateful that we have recently received a very big donation and contribution from the Wynn Morgan and Patricia Trottier Foundation. And this is a very big gift of $100,000, 
that will allow us to expand the services that we currently offer in a variety of ways, not only in-house because we have tutoring services and support services in the Faculty of Education at the University of Victoria, but we also have extension programs or outreach services um, to Indigenous communities and to other communities. So this generous gift will allow us to envision and to uh, provide services in a number of ways in community. That's a very generous gift, and uh, I'm sure that the steering committee is uh, really excited to have that now in your um, in your support. What kinds of things is it going to allow you to do? What's the vision that is associated now with uh, with the core? Now that you have this uh, this most recent gift. Well, it's uh, dreaming dr- big dreams, really, because we can go in a variety of directions. We are right now working toward expanding our in-house um, tutoring support to 72 students in the coming academic year. And we're also looking at opportunities to continue t- working with the Songhees Nation and Esquimalt Nation, providing support for the after-school program at the Qualcomm Laylam Center. We're also looking at working closely with other partners like the Native Friendship Center and perhaps uh, with some immigrant and refugee um, service providers or organizations that offer services to populations because we know that our classrooms are increasingly becoming uh, diverse and we need to be prepared to be able to work with students from the start instead of doing remedial programming, um, which is a lot of what we have been doing up to this point. And yeah, we are, we are thinking uh, of ideas and how to expand our services and our support. Now, as I understand it, the core is a learning experience, not just for the people who come there to be tutored, but it's also a place of learning for the students in the faculty. Can you tell us a bit about how that works? Yes, um, the Faculty of Education is home to many different programs. One of our largest programs is a teacher education program where we prepare future teachers for the, for the skills, with the skills and um, knowledge, hopefully, to go into the classrooms and support all students. These student teachers um, have opportunities to do hands-on um, experiential learning But those who work at CORE and some who volunteer for CORE have shared that being part of this particular community has allowed them to develop skills um, in a more individual way with the students. They get to know a student. They get to work with the same student over time throughout the school year, the academic year. And as a result, they not only develop Uh, pedagogical approaches or approaches to teaching and learning, but they also value the relationship that they develop with the students and also with their parents. And so those are skills that one only learns in doing, that no book, textbook or lecture can show. And that has been a very positive experience for our tutors who have been working with CORE for all these years. Now, we also have... Claire Moser in the studio, and Claire is one of those students who you were talking about, who is a faculty of education student who has been with the center for three years now. Uh, Claire, are there any experiences or students that stand out for you over those three years? Yeah, I mean, I've had 
probably six of my own students over the years, but I've been with one boy. He's 16 now, so I've been with him since he was 14. So he's one of the exceptions of obviously he's older than grade eight level, but he's still there. He's homeschooled. So he um, isn't working at grade level, so I'm still able to work with him. So I've had him for two years and we've just made such a great connection that like we, I get so excited to see him every week. I know his parents tell me all the time that he's looking forward to seeing me. It's just, so it's that connection, that friendship that we've created that's huge for me. So that's that's one of the benefits to you. Oh, totally, right? yeah. Is that you get to connect with students. Yeah, are making any... the connections are like the biggest thing for me as a teacher. Okay. That, that's my favorite part. Any other benefits that you could point to? Well, I'm able to take what I'm learning in my university classes and apply it to real students now. So like last year I was in a math class and we learned this new way to teach math. And then I had a student who I was able to try it on that day. Whereas if I wasn't at core, I would have had to wait till I was on practicum. And I honestly probably would have forgotten about it or whatever by then. So it lets you, it lets me use what I'm learning immediately and put it into my practice. So it sounds to me like the core is a kind of living lab where you totally. take what you learn in class and then students from outside come in who benefit from that learning yeah. and it's a sort of an instant testing of the things that you pick up in your yeah. teacher education it program. It definitely benefits both the students and the tutors. For sure, it's a mutualistic relationship. Well, that's great. So the so the donations that are um, that are made to mm -hmm. the core are really put to, to good and, and practical use. Oh, totally. Yeah, way. it helps students in our community, elementary students, middle school students, and then also future teachers like myself. Okay. Now, uh, I keep referring to the fact that you've been there for for three years. You're one of our longest serving yes. uh, tutors. Have you seen any changes over time and any difference in the the problems that present, the kinds of students that are coming, the difficulties they have? When I started at CORE, it was an hour and a half sessions with each student, and now we've switched over to an hour. We found that an hour and a half was slightly too long for some of them to focus for that last half hour, especially it's at the end of the day, it's after school. They've been at school for six hours that day. They've gone home. They, We want we do our best to have them want to be there, but obviously they don't all want to be there all the time. So we found an hour and a half was too long for a lot of them, especially the younger ones. So we've switched it to an hour sessions and I see two students a day. So we're able to reach more students now that it's an hour session, like two sessions a day instead of just one one hour session. Okay, so fine tuning it based on your experience as to what yeah, works. Yeah, like what, what the students work. need yeah. and how we can... Um, how about the parents? Do you have any time to interact with them and hear what they, how it's working for them and what they, their sense of it is? Yeah. I mean, I say hi to the parents when they drop off their kids and we talk at the end about what we did and upcoming things. Um, I have a great relationship with my one student's parents and yeah, they just appreciate it so much. Like it's always them just thanking us for what we're doing. And they tell me every day how excited my student is to see me and it I just yeah they're great and when the students are there how how do you track their progress how do you know whether there's improvement after the six weeks or when the term ends or yeah 
it's a lot of just observation. So with my one student who didn't want to make friends, he didn't want, he didn't not want to be there, but he wasn't excited to come. He wasn't loving, he doesn't love school. He's very passionate about, like, he loves countries and he loves flags and he loves geography and things like that. But like math and English are not so much his thing. So even just finding ways, the challenge for me was finding ways to have him do math or do English in a way that he still loved. So the progress is like right now, him and I are working on, he is obsessed with Doctor Who. He loves Doctor Who. So right now, him and I are writing a fan fiction Doctor Who like story that we've been working on every week this entire semester, and it's almost done. And just seeing how excited he gets to write this and like if I had ever asked him to sit down and write a paragraph he would have been like no way like it's not gonna happen but finding what he loves and bringing it into an academic way of doing it has been huge so yeah we're almost done our fan fiction Doctor Who and he's so excited we're gonna he's gonna keep a copy for himself and he's gonna leave a copy at core for other students to read so that's so uh Part of fan fiction, as I understand it, is that there's there's an audience. People publish mm -hmm. this stuff. There's yeah. huge archives online. Oh, totally. He can read stuff others have written. They can yeah. read his stuff. So do you think having an audience and that connection is part of the motivator for him? Totally, yes. I think he's hopefully he's going to... Um, he has action figures, Doctor Who action figures. He's going to take like stop motion pictures and he wants to illustrate this book and then submit it. So he has some big plans. I'm excited to see how it ends. But yeah, so we've been working on the actual writing of it. So I've been teaching him things like how to bring in descriptive dialogue and like how it can't, like you need to start it and you need a middle and you need a problem and you need to solve it. All these things that he may not have known before, we're bringing into something that he loves and he gets so excited to write it every mm -hmm. week. It's awesome. Okay, so Carmen, how many students has the Corps helped over the years? Well, we have supported around 700 students and about 150 or 160 student teachers who have worked as tutors. Is this helping of the students and the community all done through tutoring? Well, no. Actually, we have a variety of ways in which we support um, the students. Usually it's through core and through tutoring at the university, but also in community. But we have also... Um, offer space. So we have had um, different groups of people who have requested the use of space, for example, in the evenings or sometimes Saturday mornings to run some programs, and we're able to do that because the space is not utilized at that time. We have we also have grants that we offer. Uh, they're usually organized with a community partner, a faculty member, and ideally a group of students who will support the work. So we have supported all kinds of um, programs music development, or early childhood programs. And that is also a way in which we support community in different ways. How does a parent or a caregiver who has a child that they want to benefit from the core access the program? What, what, what would they do? Well, usually the process, um, we have tried to make it really straightforward. So if a child is having some difficulties or challenges at school, the um, the most straightforward way is to have the teacher refer the child to the core. And for that, they would contact our core coordinator, 
Right now we have um, an amazing coordinator, Karen Efford is her coordinator, and she can be contacted at via email at uh, using the address core at uvic.ca. And we will um, proceed from that referral from the teacher. Well, thanks, Carmen, for your time today and for telling us about the core. And thank you, Claire, for coming in and uh, telling us about what you do there and some of the benefits to the students and the tutors. No and problem. The thank you. In general. Learning Transforms is brought to you by the Faculty of Education and the Association of Graduate Education Students. Learning Transforms is produced by Julie Remy. Sound design is by Xavier Arujo. Special thanks to Claire Moser and Carmen Rodriguez. I'm Ted Rican. And I'm Courtney Baldwin. Thanks for listening. <laughs>